You're listening to Gear Up, the Duke Career Center student-produced podcast showcasing real student summer internship experiences. My name's Stephanie Mail, and today we're talking to Michael about his internships in sale and trading at J.P. Morgan. So I'm Michael Nicholson. I'm originally from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm a senior. I'm double majoring in economics and computer science and minoring in statistics. And where did you work this past summer? I was at J.P. Morgan in their markets division. It was actually my second summer there. I was there for my sophomore year, too. Okay, so how did you first find out about that position your sophomore year? Yeah, so I think I kind of knew coming in freshman year, I wanted to do something like somewhat sort of related to finance. So I just went to a bunch of info sessions. Like I went to info sessions from everything like consulting to like sales and trading, which is what I ended up doing, banking, just for like every bank, every firm that would come here, just kind of get an idea of what I was interested in. I kind of decided at the end of the day, like I did want to work in a bank, be one of those people. Cause I just found it really interesting just thinking about like economics, but also like putting it to use, like doing something with it. So I applied to pretty much every bank and like lots of different divisions as a sophomore. And this time we got really lucky and got an internship with JP Morgan in their markets division. So I did that that summer. And at the end they were like, hey, do you want to come back? And I was like, yeah, no, I think I can do that. So. All right, so let's focus on your first summer, just since it was kind of like your first experience working there. So what were you doing day to day for your work? Yeah, so I was on the macro floor. So I was working with foreign exchange and the emerging markets products. So I was doing a lot of like research, doing a lot of reading on like what's happening with the presidential election in Brazil and Mexico. It was actually really interesting. So it was a presidential super cycle in emerging markets. There were 18 major elections in emerging market countries. So part of my job was just to figure out like what in the world is going on in these countries. Like who are the different candidates? Like who do we think is gonna win? How is that gonna impact how like cotton is trading in like Brazil? I don't think they actually produce cotton in Brazil, but <laughs> just that high level, <laughs> just figuring out like what's happening, how does that impact both us and our clients as well? Mm-hmm. And then a lot of Excel as well. So like pulling in like prices, like where are the bonds trading, where are the stocks trading, pretty much all like the financial assets and just kind of doing a little bit of like pretty simple modeling, especially as a sophomore, they don't expect you to know anything. Mm -hmm. Definitely got a little more hardcore junior year of actually having to know something, like getting a lot more into Excel. A lot of markets positions you're doing a little bit of coding too. Mm -hmm. So basically anything you can do to make the analyst job easy, that's pretty much your job. Whether it's literally like reading newspapers about like what's happening in election, whether it's building a macro, like basically an automated Excel sheet, it's like, there's pretty much however you can help. Mm-hmm. It's kind of... Yeah, and how did that differ from this past summer? Yeah, so I think, especially when you first join, like when you're younger as a sophomore especially, they don't, they literally do not expect you to know anything. Like, it really doesn't matter like what field you're in. They know, like, you just finished your sophomore year of college. Like, realistically, you don't know that much about what's going on. And they're pretty, like, transparent about that. They're like, mm-hmm. hey, like, you're here to learn. We're to help you learn. And so I think I was... Most of what my job was was just to figure out what's going on. I spent half of my day, every day, just sitting behind the traders and salespeople, figuring out what in the world they're doing. Just like watching them work, seeing how they interact with clients, seeing how they manage their book. So just learning, really. And then by the time you're a junior, they're like, all right, you've been here a summer, like, or even if you're new, like you've got a little more experience. We actually expect you to be productive and help the team out a little bit. So then you spend a lot more time actually in Excel, a lot more time in like Bloomberg and doing actual work. You're probably still not worth the paying you. But 
at least in theory, you're being like a productive part of the team. Mm-hmm. So how is the company culture? Like, do you like? I really like JP Morgan. So they're very team oriented and like collaborative. Like just for example, so the Duke team at JP, especially on the market side, is incredibly strong. Before I even had my first interview, so I didn't network nearly as much as I should have. But before I had my super day, which is like your big interview day, whether you get an offer or not, I had three different people from the alumni team reach out, like without me saying anything. Like they reached out to me, they were like, we're gonna get you this offer, we're gonna get you super prepared. And then after I talked to one guy, he was like, oh yeah, here's three other people that are gonna talk to you. He forced them to talk to me, and then like going to super day, I'd already seen every question I was gonna see. They had like crafted my story for me. And I just never really lost that support system. Going in day one, like the Duke team was just there. This past summer, there were a few people that are a little bit on the fence on whether they're gonna get an offer or not. The Duke team came in and was like, all right, we're getting all of you an offer. And at the end of the day, we went 13 for 13. Wow. So there's definitely like a really strong, both in the firm in general, like whatever team you're working on, you feel very supported. Like for example, like I switched teams halfway through this past summer. My old team was incredibly supportive. Like they reached out to everyone I was even thinking about joining and was like, this guy's great. They were like my biggest cheerleaders, even though I was literally leaving their team. <laughs> and the Duke team is the same way. Like anytime I had a question, I had no reservation whatsoever to reach out to any one of the Duke people and be like, hey, like what's going on? Like how does your specific desk work? How should I be thinking about like getting a return offer? Like what should I be thinking about when switching desk? And they're always there and like always there to be supportive. Mm-hmm. So I think just having that very natural network and that very natural like mentorship system, the day one, like these people don't even know who you are. Like you're just some random kid from Nashville in my case. But like, oh, they see Duke and they're like, all right, like we're all for you. And I think that was the biggest thing for me. And how were the um, hours? How was your work-life balance? Yeah, so it's very dependent on what team you work on. So I think it's really important to, like, whatever team you work on, understand the culture and, like, how they operate. Like, my sophomore year, the teams I was working on worked, like, 60 hours a week. This past summer, the team I started on worked 90 hours a week. And then I switched teams and then back down to, like, 65, 70. So I think it's what's really important is liking the people you work with. So like whatever their mentality is, if they're like, we're here all the time, we're gonna like kill it with hours, we're never gonna leave the office, that's the culture you're joining. Like you better like the people because you're gonna be with them 90 hours a week. Some people are a little bit more like, all right, like here's what we need to get done, we're gonna get it done. We don't need to be here from dawn, excuse me, dawn till dusk, literally every week and every weekend. So I think just having a team that you really click with and vibe with, like at the end of the day, usually whatever culture that is is where you're gonna enjoy. Mm-hmm. Have you ever met other people who maybe interned with you or have worked at like similar companies who didn't like it as much as you do? A hundred percent. I'd say honestly, that's the biggest thing, especially in finance. Like, sixty hours is like the low, the low end yeah. of finance. I would say. Like, if you talk to bankers, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, like I worked like hundred and twenty hours last week and slept in the firm." They're only doing it for a couple of years, so I guess it's understandable, but maybe. I think at the end of the day, like you have to enjoy what you're doing, mm-hmm. especially for like banking is a little weird because everyone knows they don't want to do that for life, which why you did it in the first place is another question. But outside of that, where, like whether you're doing sales and trading at JP Morgan, whether you're doing consulting at McKinsey, if you don't like what you're doing, then it doesn't matter how many hours you're working, you're gonna be miserable. Mm-hmm. But if you really enjoy the work, I think the hours don't really bother you nearly as much. Like I know for me, like being in the office for 60, 70, 80 hours a week wasn't the hard part. Like the time in the office, I was incredibly interested in what I was doing, whether it was reading about politicians in Brazil, whether it was thinking about like mortgage markets or credit markets. That's what I'm really passionate about. And that's what I want to be doing. 
what's hard is going home and being like, oh damn, like I have like 10 minutes before I go to bed. <laughs> so I think just getting that like work-life balance is really important so that when you get home, you're like, all right, like this is what I do, this is how I unwind. Like for me, like working out is really important. So I made sure I woke up like an hour before I needed to every morning so that I knew I had time to get in, like even if it's 30 minutes at the gym, I just knocked it out. I knew I had that part of my day like set aside for me. So when I got to the office, I was already good. Like, all right, like I've had my time. I can still kill it in the office. And then hopefully on the weekends, you can figure out something you enjoy doing. You can doing see other too. people. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't actually just stare at the same people I've been looking at for like 70 hours this past week. Especially because like finance, I think what's really cool is normally in your like a really big city, like New York, like that's where I was. And there's just so many interesting things you can do there. So I think getting a, a little bit of separation between the work and the life, I think is really important. Because in college especially, like there's kind of an integration. Like you're never really not a college student, whether it's the weekend, you probably have a project to be doing, or you're meeting with some group. Mm-hmm. It's not really how work usually works. Like hopefully you're not working every weekend. And if you do, at least there's gonna be like some time you know is yours. Take advantage of that. Like if you're in a really great big city, even if you're in some smaller city, then maybe there's not quite as much to do, but find that thing that you wanna do on weekends. Like recharge, find your, I guess like your little bit of paradise. Yeah, I think that's good advice. Do you have any other piece of advice for students, like prospective students who would like to go into similar positions? I would say be sure you like it. Because like I said, like you're spending a lot of time, like like for me, like I worked in sales and trading, so like I really like thinking about what's the market doing, like how's the S&P trading, like what's Apple doing this week, like how's the dollar trading against the euro, and this doesn't have to mean anything to you. But to me, this is like things I really care about. Like I like reading the Wall Street Journal. Like the biggest reason I wanted to be in markets because I'm a news junkie and I wanted to get paid for it. So I think if you find something you're really passionate about, that makes everything so much easier. Like it'll come across in your interviews. Like if you work at Google, but you have no desire to code, you're probably not gonna enjoy what you're doing. If you're at McKinsey and don't like, like, consulting, like you're not going to enjoy it, but if whatever you do, if you're passionate about it, get beyond the like, Oh, what's like the place with the most cloud or like, where's the prestige? Like at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. What matters? Are you doing something you're passionate about? Because then everything else just kind of falls into place. Like you'll enjoy the people you're working with because you're passionate about the same things. Like the amount of time you're at work, whether it's 40 hours a week or 110, you're going to enjoy it a lot more if it's something you're actually passionate about. So I think whether, especially in trading, is like it's very much like when you're in the office, you're very ingrained. Like you're watching like every tick on the S and P, you're watching like every news article that comes out. So you have to be very focused and into it. So if you don't enjoy what you're doing, it's a miserable experience. But if you do, there's no better place. Yeah, I think that is really good advice. All right, well, those are my questions. So thank you so much. All right, thanks for having me on.